0: I'm so glad you're here today. Jesus is coming, and he is certainly getting us ready to stand before him that day without spot or wrinkle. The main way to be ready is to watch and pray. I want to read to you, actually, let's acknowledge it first. Jesus, we thank you for teaching us, for giving us revelation knowledge, for preparing us for that day. And Just for like waiting, you're waiting for us. You love us so much that you don't want any of us to perish. So I just give you all the praise and all the glory. You're so good. Jesus was telling his disciples, they had supper and and he was telling them what was going to happen to him. He said, one of you are going to betray me. In fact, he said, all of you are going to be offended and, and stumble and fall away. He was telling them things to come, just like he's telling us. And then he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, and he began to show grief, it says, and distress of mind, and he was deeply depressed. He said to the disciples, my soul is very sad and deeply grieved, so that I'm almost dying of sorrow. Stay here and keep awake and watch with me. Going a little further, he threw himself on the ground, on his face, and prayed, saying, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass away from me. Nevertheless, not what I want, not my will, but your will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. He said, Peter, Are you so utterly unable to stay awake and keep watch with me for one hour? All of you must keep awake, give strict attention, be cautious and active, and watch and pray that you may not come into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time he went away and prayed, My Father, if this cannot cannot pass by unless I drink it, your will be done. And again he came and found the disciples sleeping. Their eyes were weighed down sleep, so he left them. Again, he went away and prayed for the third time, using the same words. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of especially wicked sinners, whose way or nature is to act in opposition of God. Jesus is saying the same thing to us today. He's grieving. He threw himself on the ground. He was in sorrow. He said he was very sad. Distressed. Because of what was to take place. Not only... Was he going to be betrayed by his friends? Mocked, spit at, slapped around, slugged, crucified, whipped. That alone, but to know that your friends would betray you. And then, of course, he's concerned what was going to happen to them. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And if you would watch and pray, but they fell asleep. He's saying to us today, watch and pray. I'm about to show up. Don't enter into temptation. And the way not to enter into temptation is to watch and pray, to be in union with Him, talk to Him, find out from Him what's happening. What you need to do to be ready. And he's just, he, he wants to get that point across so strongly to you that you need to watch and pray. As in the day of Noah, he said it's going to be. He's, they were getting married, just doing life as usual, and then the flood. They were drowned. And God was so grieved, he was so grieved, he forgot about Noah for five months. He showed me he was depressed, grieving, sad, just like Jesus described how he felt. And Jesus is feeling that way for us now. The Father is feeling that way for us now. And there's no other way. Other, to start over again, to get rid of sin. That's why he, he had to drown his own children because of the sin. Then Jesus came to get rid of sin again. His power in you, him living in you, empowers you to live sin-free. You can live sin-free. You can. With Jesus living on the inside of you. Yet still, Just as it says in Isaiah, we we turn and we go our own way. All he did for us, and we're still not acquainted with him. We don't know him. We have no idea what he's going through because he loves you so much, and you're not paying attention. Just like in the day of Noah, they weren't paying attention. Five months. You know how it is when somebody in your life leaves and you didn't expect it and and you, you, you have grief. Well, imagine all his children that he had to let go of. He kept coming back and saying, Did you fall asleep again? That's what he's saying to us. Are you still in a slumber? Are you still in a slumber? Are you still sleeping? I've asked you to watch and pray so that you don't enter into temptation. He's saying to us what he said to them. Could you watch and pray so I don't have to lose you? I'm grieving. I'm in sorrow. I'm depressed over what's about to happen. You're not listening. I'm reaching out to you to tell you things to come. Many of you are going to betray me. You're going to turn from me when you should be turning to me. You're distracted. Many of you are living here like this is it, and it's not. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. This time the earth is going to burn, if you didn't know that. The earth is going to burn. And you got to find a place to live. You're not going to be able to live here anymore. You have to choose everlasting life with Jesus or hell. If you don't choose him, you chose hell. He's asking you to get ready to watch and pray because he wants to save you. He doesn't want you to go to hell. We have to, if we want to live with him, we have to agree with him. And it's going to take this time that you're here to get to know him so that you can live with him, so you can decide if you agree with him. It's your decision, it's not his. But he's telling you things to come, he's telling you how it is. You may be calling him Lord. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. You may be calling him Lord, but you're not doing his will. And if you're not doing his will, he's going to say, I didn't know you. And then are you going to be in that group that's arguing with him? But Lord, we did this in your name, we did that in your name. You thought you were right with him, and you weren't. And only you and him know that thing that you need to fix to be right with him. Don't lean on someone else. Don't ask someone else. If you're ready for Jesus to come, ask him. His spirit living on the inside of you is there for you to talk to him. Ask him. When he gave his life, God's spirit, he said he promised that his spirit would come and live on the inside of those who love him. He's grieving. He laid down his life for you so you can have everlasting life. And he's just asking you to watch and pray so you can be ready. Instead, most of those um, who call themselves Christians, are living just like the world. Just like, this is it. we got to hurry up and have fun before Jesus gets here. And that's not it. It's get ready. Jesus is coming. Get ready to move into heaven. Become like him. Choose him. He's coming for his bride. We're the bride of Christ. He's coming for us. who are ready. And so you can't just... Say so you're ready without communicating with him and asking him, your son, not everyone who calls me Lord is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my father. If you don't know the will of the father, how can you do the will of the father? If you think you, you, you are doing the will of the father and you fall into that category, well, Lord, I thought I was doing your will and he's going to say, away from me. I never knew you. You who practice lawlessness because you were practicing lawlessness and you thought you were doing right because you're leaning on your own understanding. We got to acknowledge him. Find out from him. Don't think you know without checking with him. So just like in the day of Noah, God is already depressed. He knows what's going to happen. He already knows what it feels like to lose so many children he hasn't come yet he's long suffering because we're not ready the earth is going to burn and many people don't even know that because we're saying Lord but we did this and we did that but did you tell everyone were you that example are you doing my work does your neighbor know the earth is going to burn? Does he know? Do they know? Are you telling? Are you keeping it to yourself and just quit having lots of fun before he gets here? Revival has started. Jesus is coming, and there's not much time left, and he wants you to know that. He's warning us. The most responsibility goes to that person that calls himself a Christian. If you're a Christian, if you're Christ-like, he said, you're going to go do what I was doing. You're going to care about what I care about. And he cares about your neighbor. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you would heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to teach you and guide you and show you where you're missing it. Show you what you need to do to be ready you got to be willing to be corrected. you got to know the word. And he's going to teach you that. But if you won't heed his voice, then he's not going to be living on the inside of you. And you're not going to know. You're going to be oblivious to what's happening. Maybe you already are. Ask him to come and live on the inside of you and to teach you. He said he'd send the Holy Spirit. He'd be your counselor, your standby. He'd tell you things to come. If you're connected with him, you know that he's coming. And you can see revival is here. Many people can't even see that because he's not living on the inside of them. He has to be living on the inside of you. You have to be born of the Spirit. You have to ask him to come and live on the inside of you and then commit to do his will. Commit to heed his voice so that you can move in with him. So he doesn't have to say, away from me. I never knew you. You're breaking my heart that you wouldn't listen, that you wouldn't do my will. You thought you knew more than I did. You thought you were ready, but you never checked with me. I warned you over and over again. Can you see the Father and Jesus so so distressed, knowing what's going to happen. Do we got to do it? We got to do it. We got to get rid of that son. Too many people are suffering. It's time. When the Father says it's time, Jesus opens the door. Matthew twenty four thirty three, and that's it. And and that your time's up if you're not ready. Get ready. Jesus is coming. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for telling us, telling us things to come, telling us what's about to happen. Come live on the inside of us. We commit to heed your voice. Teach us, tell us things to come. Open our eyes so we can see. If you prayed that prayer, I'd love it if you let me know. And just open the Word. BibleGateway.com if you don't have a Bible. And look at it. And when you look at the Word, you're going to see Jesus. He's going to show himself to you. He's going to confirm his Word. He's going to get you ready. But you've got to heed his voice. It's not a prayer that you pray without heeding his voice. He's not going to live on the inside of you unless you heed his voice. Jesus the Father and I will make our home within that person that will obey me. Obey him. Do what he said. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening.